Good afternoon, Paulie. Good afternoon, and also good afternoon to our audience today on our third podcast. Ruchi Strengthcast. Ruchi Strengthcast. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, Welcome. Today, we are going to be talking about sponsorship, something that's pretty um, close to our hearts. Um, We've been dealing with sponsors here at Ruchi's Gym for, well, probably six years now or so, and we've done a lot of sponsorship work previously in previous businesses that we've run as well, from car clubs um, to car parts <laughs> yeah 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 or even some other some other stuff we've done as well so we've had a fair bit of experience with sponsorship um just quickly the first two episodes um thanks everyone for listening and tuning in hope you guys enjoyed and we've had some really good feedback which is awesome obviously the more feedback we get from you guys obviously the more it's uh you know incentivizes us in a way to continue doing what we're doing because we know that you guys are getting some good content and you're getting value out of it so that's um that's awesome to know so look, sponsorship. Um, I've got a dictionary meaning of the word sponsorship, Paulie. Let's hear it. All right, I'll give you the dictionary meaning. All right, sponsoring something or someone is the act of supporting an event, activity, person, or organization financially or through the provision of products or services. The individual or group that provides the support, similar to a benefactor, is known as a sponsor. Now, there's a couple of ways in which we're going to sort of tackle this because um, I guess there's a couple of different angles. Yeah. So the first angle really is um, in terms of athlete sponsorship. And we see this quite a lot on social media. Athletes, you know, I, I, I use the word athlete um, quite loosely. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> this isn't going to turn into a rant, I promise. But ath- athlete sponsorship where a company will, again, in inverted commas, sponsor an athlete and we'll get to that in a minute i suppose technically if you go by that dictionary definition um, we are talking about sponsorships here absolutely provision of good services or money to support an event person or athlete or whatever the case may be of course absolutely but again it's quite a gray area we're going to get to some of this very soon and the other side of that is and obviously from an athlete sponsorship perspective you look at um you know there's the, the there's two parties and i think a lot of people out there get a little bit confused with sponsorship it actually is a two-way street this isn't about someone giving and and someone um just taking or receiving this is about both parties having an active open uh, relationship mm-hmm. um, it's a it's a, it's a mutually mutual beneficial benef- yeah, exactly um relationship where both parties benefit okay um so athlete sponsorship so you've got the athlete and then you've got the sponsor and then the other type of sponsorship we're going to talk about is in terms of event sponsorship so this is now we're talking about meet directors or people promoting the sport Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about um we're going to talk about sponsorship more in relation to powerlifting because obviously this is a power you know part powerlifting podcast so this is really in relation to powerlifting um event sponsorship and again you've got obviously the sponsor um the company that's putting up good services or often money to sponsor an event and then you have the other side of the coin which is the actual meet director or promoter mm-hmm. all right um look a little bit about some of the stuff that we've done because paul and i you know where we can we try and give back to the sport as much as possible um at the same time as, as running a business and trying to make a living and making sure that everyone's happy sometimes can be a very fine it's uh, a juggling act it's a juggling Indeed. act um so paul and i 
through through the business through the gym have sponsored um, a few events. We sp- sponsored, I think, Pro Roll once. We sponsored Big Dogs, and probably our biggest sponsorship or contribution to some a single entity today has been the um, mm. the money we've put up for the new West Side versus the World movie. So we are the executive producer of the film, coming out on the seventh of May on iTunes May and 7th. other popular online platforms. Thank you, Paulie, for that little <laughs> plug. So. Um, Shout out to Michael Fahey. Yeah, so we've done a, a few little sponsorships in the past. And a lot of the times, for example, for Big Dogs, we just like the, the event and we just wanted to support it to, to, to make sure that it, it continues to grow um, because we know as event directors ourselves and meet directors, it takes money to actually run a sport and give back. And with, with events like Big Dogs, because they put up quite a bit of prize money, it does require the support of multiple sponsors to, to make that happen. So that was the reason why we um, put up put up some money for Big Dogs and sponsored a couple of the events. We didn't sponsor last year, but this year we may. So just, just not sure yet. It obviously depends on our own budgets and constraints within our mm. own business. <laughs> um, the West Side movie, look, when we, Paul and I first heard of the, um, the kickstart for the new West Side versus the World documentary, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll kind of. That? It was the weekend of GPC Nats two years ago, um, a year and a half ago. It was yeah. a bit before that. Um, we were already tinkering true, true. with the idea of putting up some money through the Kickstart to help get the movie going because the movie really. I mean, it's about powerlifting. It's about Westside Barbell, one of the most notorious powerlifting gyms in the US and in the world. Um, and really, it's it's really a documentary about powerlifting. So why the fuck wouldn't we? Yeah, it's so cool. The movie. It's cool, man. Yeah. So we ended up actually putting up the largest support level we possibly could, which was the executive sponsorship level, um, which was actually ten thousand US. But um, yeah, no, that was cool. So we got to do a lot of cool things. But there's going to be more on the West Side movie coming out soon, um, which comes out like Paul said on May the seventh. Should be good. But enough about that now. Let's first look at, um, and, and this is one which a lot of people listening are going to be, all you guys out there listening are going to be in, probably interested in the most, and that's athlete sponsorship. I mean, there's going to, I mean, there's going to be a lot of different, differing opinions here. It could be polarizing. Some people could be jaded about this. Look, if someone gets butt hurt, we do apologize in advance. This is just our opinion on the matter. Um, but you know, hopefully, everyone has their own critical thought process. Um, when we talk about sponsorship. But really, like we said before, sponsorship is really a two-way street. So both parties have to be getting value out of the arrangement. Otherwise, what is the point? Indeed. All right. But a v- value to you or I might be different to va- you know value for someone else, Daniel. That's true, Paulie, because it does so, seem that a lot of people find value in just saying, um, use my, my um, code. 10% code. 10% discount yeah. code to get some apparel on some random apparel um, manufacturer <laughs> i would say that a lot of people <laughs> undervalue themselves actually well this exactly mm. which is going to bring me once one of my one of my points soon is that is that don't sell yourself short mm-hmm. a lot of people sell themselves short with sponsorship and they're just happy to be be you know recognized alongside um another brand but to be honest a lot of people do sell themselves short but we're going to get to that soon so athlete sponsorship poorly at the moment you've got a few big uh, big companies and brands um sponsoring athletes in australia which is awesome 
Um, you know, you've got Harris, you've got Loaded Lifting, yep. just off the top of my head, which actually yep. do some pretty good sponsorship arrangements. Yep. Um, and, and some of the athletes in our gym, some of the lifters in our gym are sponsored by um, Harris and Loaded Lifting, which is cool. Yeah. So big I shout mean, out to those guys. Some of those sponsorship uh, arrangements include things like, you know, their travel, obviously any other expenses relating to the events, which I think, is, you know, that's pretty good. Yeah. Obviously, we don't have the ins and outs of their particular sponsorship no. agreements, but um, you'd assume that they're obviously getting a, a decent deal out of it. Yeah. Um, but you look, uh, a, a big one that we're um, something that we're big on, and most meet directors will say the same thing is you know support those that support our sport. So those companies that are p- giving back to the sport, putting money into the sport, supporting athletes and su- supporting events, make sure you support them back. You know, so if you're looking for equipment, turn to the manufacturers that are actually putting money back into the sport by supporting um, you know athletes and events. That's a really important thing because at the end of the day, the sponsors who get involved. You know, they're obviously looking to create some business. Um, and so, you know, direct sales to the sponsors is obviously a, a big thing. And that's one of the reasons they get involved in um, in sponsorship and in events and athletes to begin with. Yeah, exactly. So athlete sponsorship. So again, at the moment, there's quite a few, um, you know, companies sponsoring athletes. Um, I guess if you're an athlete looking for sponsorship, initially you have to ask yourself the question, what value can you add? to the sponsor if you're a new lifter coming into the sport that doesn't have a big reputation there's probably not a a lot of value you can add to a a potential sponsor Um, I would say spend more time training and less time looking for sponsors that's what I would say actually focus on your training and let the and the rest will work itself out in due time exactly (laughs) but if you are an athlete with a pretty big profile for example you know you know, if, obviously, if you won Pro Raw, if you won Nationals, or if you hold some odd records, or you're just a notorious lifter, you might have some, you definitely would have some value to a potential sponsor. Um, so you can always approach sponsors such as, you know, such as Yoloda, such as Harris. It doesn't actually have to be a, a company or business related to powerlifting mm-hmm. at all, to be honest. Obviously, it's a lot easier to get someone who's in the industry to support you because obviously their direct marketing is going to be a lot better. Um, but you can approach anyone really. Yeah. You just have to be able to offer value, and that's really the main thing: value for both sponsor and um, the spons- sponsee. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you sort of what sort of um, reach does an athlete need to have though for it to be considered value? Like, if someone's got five thousand followers on Instagram and does two meets a year, is that value? Um, look, I, I personally look. If, if I was a sponsor looking to sponsor an athlete, I definitely would look at things like how many meets. I would have an agreement with that athlete yeah. that you, they agree to compete in certain meets, obviously, because you a want minimum them, number of meets. As you know, well. for example, if I had a, an athlete who was sort of at pro raw level or nationals level, I would part of that agreement would be to actually they would compete at those events. You know, they would wear your brand, so mm-hmm. you know, all your equipment. If you're an equipment manufacturer, you know, if you weren't an equipment manufacturer, they might wear your T-shirt or something like that. Yep. At least plug you on this in, through their social media channels, which you know you would also look at because if they've got a big following, that means you're going to have more reach. Um, so you may look. Not that it matters that much, but obviously, a sponsor putting money into an athlete is going to want the most reach possible. I would also look and consider the athlete's reputation. Reputation. That means is a don't big be one. a dickhead. Yeah. Reputation is a big one. I guess, of you know, let's look at what, what sponsors are looking for, mm-hmm. all right? So the first one they're looking for is to improve their brand awareness. So the biggest reach that you can provide the sponsor, the better. You know, so, you know, if you do have one million followers, you know, you're probably going to be able to attract a, a sponsor, you know, and, and a significant amount of money and backing. Well, more so a, than someone with a thousand followers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know that sounds a little bit meh, but that's the truth of the well, matter. That's, that's, the that's, that's business. 
because at the end of the day, sponsorship is definitely a business transaction. The sponsor is paying for something in some fashion, either through product services or cash. And in return, they are getting, um, you know, obviously a range of value, you know, and everyone's different. The value people provide can be different from one person to the next. Um, the second thing is, you know, sponsors might be looking for leads and direct sales. So if you are an athlete promoting a product mm -hmm. from a sponsor, the sponsor is really looking for potential leads and then direct sales. That's where you get the, you know, click here for this 10% discount code type thing. Yeah, but that, that kind of shit's just bullshit. But that's, that, that's a direct lead. It is indeed. But look, I'm talking about the apparel ones, you know, all the spam you see on... People, yeah. get, people get suckered into this um, represent my brand crap oh, on, yes. social, on Instagram. Um, yeah. They're the ones I always comment on and laugh and take the piss out of. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot <laughs> of that going on. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I'm not even entirely sure that those they're, they're even successful. I mean, there's so I many I highly doubt it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, leads and direct sales is a big one. Um, credibility in the market. So, sponsors often look for athletes or events who are able to offer or provide them credibility. You know, mm. so for example, um, you know, Jack just got a recent um, sponsorship through Loader Lifting, which is awesome. All right. So what that means is, you know, potentially it, it improves the profile and credibility of both parties because they're seen to be working together, you know, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. it helps it raise awareness and improve the credibility of the product or the athlete in the market, which is very important. Again, that goes back to reputation. A sponsor is not going to, more times than not, going to um, sponsor an athlete who doesn't, uh, who doesn't have a great reputation or doesn't share the same values as the actual sponsor. That's fair enough. All right. So that, that's sort of a common thing. Another thing is um, sponsors want to target their product. So they're often going to spend their dollars, their marketing dollars, um, in areas where they feel they can reach the most people um, within their demographic for their products. All right, so for example, let's, you know, a, a, a powerlifting equipment manufacturer is not going to sponsor a rugby player, for example, if they're looking for targeting. No. If that makes sense. They're obviously going to sponsor powerlifters because they sell powerlifting products. Yeah, or any sort of strength sport related um, products that they sell. Exactly. Um, and the other one is, you know, sponsors tend to also look for good, um, good quality business relationships. And that's more in, in terms of sponsoring, um, you know, meet directors and promoters, for example. So business relationships are very important as well. So they're the types of things sponsors are looking for. And if you can, and if you can add more value outside of that, then that, that's even better, you know. Um, so that in terms of athletic sponsorship, um, they're the sort of things sponsors are going to be looking for. So make sure you can tick some boxes before you actually approach a sponsor. And we're actually going to um, talk about how do you go about seeking sponsors as well um, coming up very soon. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. I, I would say that if, if you're seeking sponsors and they're not seeking you, you're probably not ready for a sponsorship. This is true, but it doesn't hurt being prepared. Yeah. You can always go out and seek potential sponsors I suppose you could you could test the waters and you could find that if well i mean think of it this way if for. you feel that you can add value to their brand yeah and their business then why wouldn't you go for it i know but if it was so convincing i would imagine that the sponsor probably would have already targeted those people not necessarily man <laughs> you're thinking very one-dimensionally i disagree with you <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, I'm trying to think of an, an analogy, but that's the reason why people write sponsorship proposals or any proposal because they go out and actually, I mean, think about when, yeah. think about a company um, looking for seeding, looking for seed funding, right? Like yep. from, from an angel investor. Normally, for example, we've done this before. 
yeah. well, we had a, a dot com product. But I'm, I'm not. I'm talking about an athlete. I'm not talking about. I know, but you still have to entity. be prepared. Yeah. Anyway, this is Paul and I having a bit of a brotherly discussion and debate, which we can do later, I guess. I just think it's a bit of bullshit. Really. Which part? A lot of the athlete sponsorship. Again, we don't. Ninety nine percent of it. If you're an athlete looking for sponsorship, make sure that you're getting value out of your arrangement that's with what your it comes sponsor. Down to, and that, yeah. That's what Paul's talking about. A lot of people fall short and they saw themselves short, yes. you know, by taking a t-shirt and a pair of knee sleeves as a sponsorship and then having to rep that brand for a whole year or something like that. Yeah, exactly. If you're an athlete getting sponsorship, it should be beneficial to you. You know, you should have flights played, flights paid, even better if you can flights actually- Flights played? Flights flayed. <laughs> flights, <laughs> flights paid to events, event entry fees paid. Even if you can get some, um, get paid in some respect as well. Obviously, the more of a high profile athlete you are, the more clout you're going to have. Um, you have to be able to add value. And the sponsor is probably going to provide as much value back to you as you provide to them. And that's really what it's all about. Yeah. All right. Um, now, let's talk a little bit about event sponsorship. So, this is when companies sponsor events like Pro Raw or Big Dogs uh, or anything related like that. Um, here at Roach's Gym, Paul and I have been working with sponsors for a while. And I, I guess probably what we'll talk about is a little bit of the experiences that we've had with this. Um, so, what we do is every year we, um, we get together a group of sponsors who look to support what we do. Um, and it's not, they don't really sponsor an event as such. Mm-hmm. They're more sponsor like for the whole calendar year. Um, and for that, they get a, a plethora of value for the money they spend. And some sponsors um, pay, in, you know, a contra deal. And some in cash, depending on what the sponsor does, and the, obviously the discussion and negotiation we have from them. But we do have a sponsorship proposal, um, which we send out to them, and also use that to try and attract new sponsors as well. So, it's, so even if you're an athlete, you can put together a sponsorship proposal, and I actually recommend that you do. And in your sponsorship proposal, a few things you should include: start with a story. The, the sponsor wants to see some sort of story about yourself, your journey, where you've come from some of the battles you've had along the way and sort of sort of where you're going in the future. Everything needs a good story. Do you not agree, Paul? 100% agree. So in our sponsorship proposal, there's a bit of a story in there, where we've come from, so where we are today. Um, it kind of sets the tone for the sponsor to see what they're, they're getting into. You obviously have to describe what you do. So if you're an athlete, make it pretty clear that you're a powerlifting athlete, where you train, what state you live in, maybe the events that you plan on competing in over the next 12 yeah. to 24 months. Um, for, for our sponsorship proposal to, to our athletes, we obviously include things, obviously that we not our athletes. Sorry, in our, our sponsorship proposal yeah. that we send to potential sponsors for um, events, really, you know, we include, you know, we talk about powerlifting, the events we run, you know, roughly how many lifters uh, compete at the events, how many spectators, how many viewers come onto our live broadcast because they get involved in that as well. So really, that the sponsor wants to know numbers, how much reach. Uh, their sponsorship dollars are going to have. Mm. So just make sure you really describe what you do really well. Um, The next one is always talk about the sponsor. Your sponsorship proposal can't all be about you because if it is, you're probably not going to catch their attention. Mm -hmm. I think that's people make a big mistake there thinking that they're so good that people should approach them (laughs) or people should give them money or give them shit. It doesn't work that way. So in your sponsorship proposal, make sure you include the benefits to the sponsor. What benefits is the sponsor going to have by coming on board with you as a sponsor? Okay, so for example, in our sponsorship proposal, we have different levels. We have a gold, silver, and bronze. And in each level, um, they get a certain range of benefits. So for example, our gold sponsorship, 
I'll give you a list of sort of benefits they get. They get stall space at our events. So here at the events we run at the gym, they can have a little stall, you mm-hmm. know, so they can market their products on the day, even direct if they just market, correct. sell. Yep. They're getting access to an event that has their direct target market more times than not, especially if they're involved in powerlifting. Um, they get promotion on Facebook and, th- and, and our website and through our social media channels. Um, some of them get priority seating at major events, so we make sure they get seating up front or wherever they, wherever they like. They get signage in the gym and at the event, so if you've come into the gym before or seen our live broadcast, you'll see the, ba- the sponsor banners on the platform. Um, they get ads in our live broadcast, so our live broadcast also includes ads, so the sponsor provides ads, so they get access to that as well. Um, the MC can promote, will promote them at events. Uh, their logos and all the promotional event promotional material and on the events themselves they get listed yep. under our sponsors um, and the gold sponsors already also get priority placement on our social media and our um, on our website as well that's kind of our gold sponsorship benefits um, so yeah there's also something similar for silver and bronze and we also have outside of sort of that that level gold silver bronze we also have um, sort of an add-on if they want for event sponsorships where they can um, you know they can sponsor an individual event as well all right and you know you've seen it before for example pasta cup has sponsored the perth cup here for a few years straight now and so you know you, you've seen we've called it the pasta cup perth cup or perth cup presented by pasta cup that's what i'm referring to there and there's a whole bunch of benefits that come with that as well but that's our sponsorship proposal but if you're an athlete looking to take on board a sponsor you could do something similar you would do something very similar but what you would do is you would target the benefits to the sponsor you're trying to attract exactly i agree so you would include things like you know um where you're going to promote them how you're going to promote them you know the events you're going in and why they're going to get exposure really you need to sell the benefits to the sponsor that's what it's all about the sponsor wants to know if they give you their hard-earned dollar as a small business what they're getting in return yep um the other thing is um, you know again as part of that you might describe your demographics you know if you're a you know for example if you're a female power lifter you might have a bigger female following or you might be in a certain demographic or whatever the case may be so sometimes it helps to describe your demographic as well as we have a demographic here in our sponsorship proposal um to potential sponsors (coughs) excuse me and at the end of the proposal at some point um you could include if the sponsorship proposal is based on cash, if you're asking for money, try and include details of where that they can expect their sponsorship money to be spent. Love doing that. Sometimes yep. sponsors don't like, um, you know, it, just I, offer transparency. Yeah, is what you're saying. It's really about transparency. Yeah. Make sure the sponsor understands where the money's going. For so, for example, in our sponsorship proposal, um, you know, there's a thing that says, you know, where your sponsorship money is going, and it has a list venue and event improvements obviously we have a huge gym here one of the reasons we have such a big gym um, is to make sure that we have space in order to um, provide the best events we can so some of that money goes into paying for example the lease Um, equipment hire and purchase so for every event there's certain hiring that we have to do toilets and chairs and those tables and those types of things yep Um, medals and trophies some of the bigger events we have medals we have trophies um, and then also promotional material. So they're sort of the main four categories that sponsorship money gets spent. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and the money that comes in um, through our sponsors really makes a big, big difference. And we're very appreciative to all of our sponsors for helping us create what we feel is one of the best competition experiences available in, in the country. Um, so it's awesome. But yeah, again, and at the end, don't be afraid to ask for something. A lot of people are, uh, you know, again sell themselves short and they sort of leave it open-ended and wait for the sponsor to make an offer 
ah, do something different. Ask. Ask for what you're after. If you're after flights paid for, if you're after X dollars a, a week or whatever the case or may be. Or a gym membership or some supplements uh, or a T-shirt. Yeah, or put yourself socks. out there. What's the worst thing that yeah. can happen? They say no. Um, just make sure that obviously the value you're offering the sponsor um, directly correlates to the sort of what you're asking for. So, That's for example, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to, if you you know, you can't ask for a car if, you, if you've got a, um, no, you, know, you can't ask for a car, simple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Obviously, the value you're providing the sponsor has to be reflected in the value you're receiving back from them. Yep. So that's a little bit about sort of, um, you know. I might contact Elon Musk and um, see if he can sponsor me and I'll get a Tesla. Yeah, I would love a Tesla. <laughs> get one of those bad boys. Or maybe um, on, a, on a ride, the next ride into space on one of his, <laughs> one of his starships. So the, the don't sell yourself short is a very important thing. Um, Another thing that sponsors like to see is that you're impeccable with your word. So that means, you know, you do what you say and you say what you do. Have some integrity as an athlete um, and make sure you always follow them up. So if you send a potential sponsor a, a proposal by email or whatever the case may be, you know, follow them up. A phone call. Did you did you receive my sponsor proposal? Would love to get some feedback. So even if they weren't interested, mm. you might get some feedback from the sponsor. They might give you a few ideas on what things you can improve. Maybe some of them might feel you're just not ready. Um, for sponsorship or that there's not enough value in it to them or whatever or maybe you're asking for too much it always pays to get feedback yep um, and I've got something else here you know be brief um, you don't want to waste sponsors time don't send them a 47 page sponsorship proposal <laughs> two three pages max make sure you just highlight the key points that we've discussed you know a story describe what you do benefits describe demographics um, and then make sure you ask so if you cover those um, those, those things and you cover them well you normally get a pretty decent result, even if that's just some feedback. And sometimes feedback can be the most important part of the whole process because at the end of the day, not everyone is going to want to sponsor you. And not everyone's going to get a sponsorship. Absolutely. And not everyone should. Well, there we go. I mean, there I, we have it, ladies and gentlemen. One of the problems we have now <laughs> is that everyone, there's so many people with inverted commas sponsorship that it kind of devalues what it means to have sponsorship. Yeah, I mean... But, but again, though, the, the meaning is correlated to the value and the value is different for every person. So if I get a sponsor and I get a T-shirt, but I think that's fair value, then to me that has meaning. Okay. That's like someone winning a gold medal while competing against no one and they think that has value. I know, but my individual sponsorship <laughs> doesn't affect anyone else's um, performances or ability to obtain sponsorship. No, I guess, but still... Yeah, this is a topic of um, heated discussion, I guess. <laughs> now, if you are um, an athlete or a meet director, make sure you look after your sponsors. One of the things we yeah. see is that sponsors just get treated like dirt, really. So make sure that you are true to your word and everything that you say the sponsor will receive, you deliver. I agree and with that. In, my, in our opinion, you over-deliver. You mm -hmm. always do more than what you promise because yeah. that is how you appreciate people and show gratitude for their support. So, for example, here, what Paul and I do is every year, at the end of the year, we have um, a sponsor's night. We put on dinner. Bit of food, bit of drink. You know, we have a speech. I talk. A presentation. A, a presentation. They all get like a little plaque or something they can display proudly in their a place of business. of appreciation. It's really about appreciation. I think that goes with most things in life. If you appreciate people, they normally are very um, or they're grateful. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think it's like anything in life. If you treat people like shit, guess what? they're probably not going to support you. Yeah. So make sure that you look after your sponsors because at the end of the day, 
you know they're doing you a pretty big solid even though you are offering value back um at the end of the day you know the sponsor is the one that's probably putting up the money or the qualm so to speak or the supplements or the, sup or the t shirts sup supplement sponsorships don't get me started on supplement <laughs> su sponsorships <laughs> oh classic um look that's really all i have to say about sponsorship to be honest mm -hmm. um if anyone's got any questions wants to get involved with some of the things we do do here at Ruchi's gym yeah get in touch um again this is kind of kind of a bit of a sensitive topic to some people some people might get a bit butthurt oh, not really i think i think it's been out there in the powerlifting world for quite some time regarding sponsorship you know like i said there's a lot of polarizing views you know, I think people will accept it for what it is, and the people who want to take the temp or the supplement sponsorship, they're more than welcome to. You know, again, um, I think that that goes back to selling themselves short. I agree. I actually they're doing themselves an injustice. You know, exactly. as, as opposed to the industry um, entirely. But I think if you just take a step back and look at sponsorship as a business transaction, for uh, for what it is, um, both parties have to feel they're getting value out of the deal, and I think if both parties do feel that, then it's a uh, positive transaction and there'll be a positive relationship yep exactly and if not then what you'll find is one party will pull back um yep. because they don't feel the value is there for them yep so make sure that if you are an athlete that you make sure that you over deliver on the promises um and don't take the piss because that really annoys sponsors but um i think we're going to wrap that up paulie i think it's it's almost 30 minutes it's stop. about where yeah, we stop where we want to be about yeah. 30 minutes um you know We'll leave it at that. But we do have opportunities here at Ruchi's Gym for sponsors. So if you are interested, you can get in touch. Paul and I will send you out our sponsor proposal and then follow it up with a phone call or an email. Um, we'd love to talk to you. Yeah, even if maybe um, gym owners or meet directors or... or oh, um, this is a good point. Yeah, whoever want to um, get in contact with us. and maybe So I'd, I have had a lot of contact from especially meet directors about um, how we go about sponsorship. Yeah. So, and look, at the end of the day, Paul and I are very open about the things, some of the things that we do and happy to share knowledge um, and explain. I actually think we're quite happy with anything, anything we do. You know, so I'd, I'd be quite um, happy to send that, our sponsorship proposal out to someone who might, you know, sort of use it as a base or a template or something. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You still have to do the work. Of course. Yeah. You know, we all learn from... Just don't use our images. Yeah, don't use our <laughs> images. And maybe when you... Um, when you edit it, just change Ruchi's gym to your own or gym Or something name. or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, happy to help meet directors out there. If you've got any questions or want to have a look at the, some of the things we do to try and attract sponsors, that, um, get in touch. Um, because I think if we can all help each other and the sport um, heads in the right direction, then we all win. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, powerlifting is definitely a niche sport. We're all, all in this together. And we can't afford to have, you know, a split... Yeah. sport basically yeah. um, so the more of us that can work together the better but um, we'll leave it at that Paul and I are now going to do a training session Damn, to wrap up this yes. Saturday afternoon let's sign off Paulie let's sign it off here thanks very much for listening catch you on the flip flop later, later.